Welcome to Living Radiant. I'm your host, Kelsey Fagan, and we're doing something a little different today. This is a day of recording, which I have never done before, and it's Valentine's Day, and I thought we'd throw in some story times, make this a very casual, impromptu, like I, my morning today, I kid you not, I woke up, took my dog outside, got in the shower, poured this coffee, and sat down to record. So... We have wet hair. We have no makeup. Those are the vibes this morning. We're keeping it very casual. This is just like a between the girlies kind of combo today, okay? I'm going to try really hard to like swallow this coffee away from the mic because that's my least favorite thing is when people swallow their drinks into the mic. It sounds so bad, but I need it. I need my coffee in the morning, okay? But anyways... Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I know a lot of people hate this holiday. This episode is going to be all about this holiday. For the haters and the non-haters alike. Okay, but first we'll go over some like quick little life updates. Had to throw on the Chiefs sweatshirt because Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. I live in Kansas City. The parade is actually today. It's about to start in about an hour. And I... I wanted to go, like in my heart, I wanted to go to like the big parade downtown, but I have my best friend's wedding this weekend and there's a lot of sickness going around and I kind of felt like I was getting it at one point. And so just to avoid the sickness and ruining my best friend's wedding, uh, I decided to stay home. (laughs) So that's not happening, but it will be fun to like watch on TV and all of that. It's just fun to like get in, in the spirit. I don't think Taylor's gonna be there. If anything, I feel like she'll be at the end at, like, Union Station, which is just, like, a little safer for her. Like, I don't see when people are like, oh, Taylor's going to be in the parade. I'm like, you are delusional if you think her security team is going to let her, like, out in the open on top of a bus, just, like, go down streets of thousands and thousands of people. Like, "Mm, mm, I think not. Sorry, quick coffee sip. So, anyways... But super fun, and yeah, Bestie's wedding this weekend, so I leave early Friday morning. Y'all, my flight, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I don't know why I did this to myself. Actually, I do. It's because flights were so expensive, and this was like the least expensive one. My flight leaves at like 6 a.m. on Friday morning, so I am going to die trying to get to the airport by like 4.35. Yeah, and the airport's 30 minutes away, so I'm going to be leaving at like 4, 4.30, terrible, but it'll be fine. I think it's going to be a really, really fun weekend. I'm excited to share pictures and things. I know it's going to be so beautiful. I like my dress. I love the people going. Like, I love the bridal party, all of these things. So super, super wonderful. And like the weekend after Valentine's Day, it's like a weekend of love, right? So I think that'll be super fun. I'm very excited uh, and the venue, oh my god, the venue's just gorgeous, it's like right on the water, it's at a yacht club, like it's, it's just the prettiest thing, so again, I'll share pictures and all of that, um, as the bride allows, <laughs> so anyways, that's kind of it for me right now, I did, oh, I'm kind of proud of myself, I did get together, um, a brunch this past weekend with a bunch of girls, and I was very proud of myself for that, because I think it can be difficult to like make yourself initiate things, but I was like, you know, F it, we ball type of moment. And it was really fun. It was really, really fun. And this is your sign. Invite people to things. Organize things. 
be the one to organize, be the one to get it together because there are probably people who want to come and you're going to have a good time. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to do that every time with the coffee or pull it away. If you're watching on video or if you're on audio versus video, I'm like physically pulling the coffee away from my face when I go to drink it <laughs> or the mic away from my face. So I don't drink in your ear, but Valentine's day. <sighs> okay. I have a couple story times of my Valentine's days. And I think first, I want to start by kind of saying, sorry, I'm like keeping an eye on my clock right now. I'm going to start by also saying that like Valentine's Day, I think sometimes we take too seriously. Like people think it has to be such a huge deal all the time. And you should only do things with people when you're in like a serious relationship and all of this. And I think that's like kind of silly. Like it can just be a day that's fun. That's like, I love, I love, love, love an excuse to take an ordinary day and make it a little bit more fun, make it a little different, a little special, make it exciting. And that's what Valentine's Day is for me. Is it great if you have someone you're in a serious relationship with? Yeah, sure. Like super fun, but it can also be great when you don't. And I've kind of had both. So like, I hate it, hate it, hate it. When people are in a relationship and their single friends are like kind of upset about Valentine's Day or whatever it is. And they're like, don't be upset. Like Valentine's Day can be a you day. Valentine's Day can be a girl's day. Like you just have to love yourself. Like it's totally fine. It's not even that great with a boyfriend, like all these things. It's like, girl, girl, shut up. Respectfully shut up. Um, so don't be one of those people. Please don't be one of those people. If you are upset about not having anyone to spend Valentine's Day with, your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. But here's the thing. You can still make a really fun day for yourself. Like, get some treats that you like. Talk to friends. Talk to family members. Call your mom. Get your mom flowers. Like, oh, I should have gotten my mom flowers. Mom, if you watch this, I'm sorry. I didn't think about it until right now. Anyways. But yeah, you can totally still do things to make it a fun day. Like, I'm a firm believer that you don't have to be in a relationship on Valentine's Day to, like, enjoy your day. But also, don't be that person who's like, oh, just, like, be happy. That's the same energy, same exact energy. My least, least favorite dating advice ever in the entire world is when people in relationships, and it's usually the people who've been in relationships for a long time. A lot of times, they found their person in, like, high school or college, and they say the thing along the lines of like, you just have to really focus on yourself. Just like really work on yourself and the right person will just come along. Girl, girl, if I hear that one more time, one more time, because it insinuates that like they have a person because they just work so hard on themselves and they just, it's like someone was like, oh, this person is self-actualized. Let me put a ring on it. Like it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And I think it's also like dating in like adult life, like post-college is drastically different from high school and college, drastically different. So anyways, probably some of my friends who've said that to me are going to watch this. I still love you. I still love you. But if you say that again, we're going to have problems. But yeah, same energy though. Same energy. If you're the person on Valentine's Day who's like, don't be sad. Not everyone can have a boyfriend as great as mine. You just need to work on yourself more. Don't don't do it. I know nobody means it in a bad way, but just like, don't. You, you could not. 
Okay. Maybe I should just edit out the drinking. I just need my coffee right now. I keep going to sip my coffee. Those are the awkward pauses because I'm probably not going to like cut this much just because this is very impromptu. I want to get this out quickly. So I'm probably not going to edit out my, my drinking coffee, but I need my coffee. I, I will perish if I don't have it. Okay. Okay. So anyways, hopping into some Valentine's Day stories. I have had in my 27 years of life, I have spent two Valentine's Days with men, and they have been actually my least favorite two Valentine's Days that I have ever had. I am actually spending this Valentine's Day with a man. I am, um, but we'll get to that later. First, my favorite Valentine's Days were honestly in elementary school where like everyone brings Valentine's and you have those little like store-bought ones. And you know when you're going through and like assigning names because you have to hand out Valentine's to like your whole class in elementary school, right? So you'll put names on them and you'll give like the low-key flirty ones. You'll like put your crush on that one and like put that in their little Valentine's Day box. Also those little shoe boxes that we would decorate. Did anyone else do that? That was so fun. Can we bring that back? Like I'll put it out in my apartment hallway. We can do it that way. Oh my God, I should have organized that. Next year, next year. That would be so fun, but I missed that. Those were honestly the best Valentine's Days. And I would just like get candy from school and from my parents and it was just fun hanging with friends. But yeah, and then there were some good like girls days as well. <laughs> okay, my first Valentine's Day that I spent with a man. This was my senior year of high school. Uh, so I was 18. I was in like my first serious relationship who we ended up dating for like over four years. Great guy, still wish him nothing but good things, even though we don't talk anymore. But yeah, nothing but good things, whatever. So this was, uh, we started dating in August and then Valentine's Day is obviously February. So we were pretty solid at this point. And on Valentine's Day, I'm going to get around to why this is one of my least favorite days. So on Valentine's Day, we had plans that day of he was going to pick me up in the morning from my house. And then we, it was on a weekend also, luckily. So he was going to pick me up that morning and we were going to go downtown to our little river walk, walk around, grab a bite to eat. And it was just going to be a nice little morning with the two of us. And I was so excited. I was like, sweet, like, I have a boyfriend who loves me and it's going to be so wonderful and all of the things. You know what happened? It's not what you think. It is not what you think. Because remember, again, I did date him for four years and I do wish him well. So it wasn't horrific. I walk outside. Valentine's Day morning. I walk outside to my car. There is green paint on my car that says, not Beauty and the Bull. Now, Beauty and the Bull was a pageant, like a couple's pageant that my high school would put on. The junior class every year would put it on. My boyfriend was a junior. He was a year younger than me. I was a senior. And he was also class president. And so it was like a fundraiser for them, right? Because you fundraise throughout your four years for your prom, ultimately, when you're a senior. So this was like a fundraiser for them. And I had wanted to enter Beauty and the Bull with him, which we did, because I was like, you know, 
it's going to encourage more people to enter if their class president does it. It's going to raise more money. And I think it sounds fun. It'll be a fun little thing for us to do. So we entered, didn't place. And I low-key, when it happened, I was kind of like embarrassed, I guess, because I was like, okay, like, I don't know. I just kind of expected to get like something, something, not absolutely nothing. Like I thought we had a really fun little routine that we did, like a little dance routine. I thought I like answered my onstage question well, like, I don't know. And I think too, because it was kind of a vulnerable thing for me to do. Like I, so I'm a pageant girl now, but I was not a pageant girl in my youth. Like I was so far from that realm. I, it just, it was very much out of my comfort zone, but I thought it would be fun. And so we did it and then we didn't place and I was kind of bummed about it. I felt kind of embarrassed about it. And then I walk out to see not Beauty and the Bull, our mascot was a bull, not Beauty and the Bull written on my car in green paint on Valentine's Day. I immediately turn, turn around, walk back inside, and I'm like, some, like my parents are there, I was like, someone rode on my car. And they're like, what? Like, wh- like I was still in such like a state of like shock. I had never... I had maybe been like lightly bullied here and there at various times as many kids are, but nothing severe. Like I'd never really been like targeted, targeted. And I was like, what just happened? And so my dad, saint of a man, goes outside. He cleans my car off. He's like, don't, you don't worry about it. I'm going to clean it off. You go inside. I'm now like crying because I'm like, who would have written this on my car? Like what in the world? And So dad washes it off and I'm texting my boyfriend telling him what happened. Someone also wrote on his car. If you'll remember, I said he was class president. They wrote not my president on his car in the same green paint. So clearly the same people. And then we start texting around and he's like, someone wrote on my other friend's car too. Same green paint. And we find out that there were a bunch of people's cars that had like various mean things written on them and some of them were a little more like jokingly mean but some of them were like mean mean like there was rumors about one girl her boyfriend who's now her husband by the way there was rumors about him like cheating on her and they like wrote it on her car and like called her names on her car like it it was it was wild so like some of it was like a little more harmless like not my president it's like not the worst thing you know but a lot of them were like a little meaner and we come to find out there's there's like so many people there's like 12 people or something like that who we all had our cars written on and a lot of us kind of ran with the same circles coffee break and it was largely juniors I was a senior so I was like okay this has to have been a junior there were a few other seniors and like a couple sophomores but mostly juniors and so we were like okay who would have done this like it has to have been has to have been a junior, has to have been someone who kind of runs in this general circle, or they really don't like this general circle, like something, something along those lines. So my detective asks, mind you, because at this point, I'm like, my day has been ruined. I'm like starting my day upset. And did I have the worst thing in the world written on my car? No, but it still was like jarring. Like it's a jarring experience to feel like you were like targeted for something that you already felt kind of bad about. 
Also, jokes on them now because I'm a legitimate pageant girl now. Was a finalist at Miss Florida USA this year and I'm going for Miss Missouri USA this next year. And what a full, full circle moment it's going to be if I end up on the Miss USA stage. How are they going to feel then? How are you going to feel now, vandalizers? So anyways, my detective asked. I was like not going to let that rest. Like a lot of people were like, there's no way we're going to find out who it was. This was before the days of like ring cameras and all that, right? Did not exist yet for my my young folk out there. We didn't have any of that yet. So, coffee break. So <laughs> we're like, okay, how are we going to figure this out? And my mom realizes, she was like, we have cameras at the front of our neighborhood. Like if we know these kids' cars, which we largely did all know each other's cars, because a lot of us at that age, like, we drove to school, we parked in the same parking lot. You just, you know what people drive for the most part. And that's also why my car was so identifiable. I had, like, a little 1999 BMW convertible. Like, it was very identifiable, right? And so we were like, we can see, like, maybe we'll be able to tell who was going in and out of our neighborhood in the middle of the night. So we get with the HOA president, and we go through this security footage, and we sit there watching it meticulously. Me and my parents, we're going through this meticulously because we are like, no, we're not just going to like let this slide. Like these kids just, whoever did this just upset so many people, not just going to let it slide. You don't just get to get away with vandalism and mean things. So we end up seeing this one car. I immediately recognize it. It is a black PT Cruiser. There's not a lot of black PT Cruisers. And I knew there's a specific junior who runs in this circle and is known to have kind of a bad attitude, uses a lot of sarcasm, mad at the world type of vibe, but also pretty smart. He drives a black PT Cruiser. Hmm. Hmm. And then I get a text from one other girl who her car was not written on, but a lot of her friends were. And she was kind of trying to help, like, figure out who would have done it. And I get a text from her around the same time, and she's like, we're going to call him Dan. That's not his name, but just anonymity purposes, I guess. She's like, Dan was leaving your neighborhood around this time last night, and he said that the cars weren't written on yet. That's the kid that has a black PT Cruiser. And I'm like, the way I knew in my soul that that kid was the one who did it. And he told her that. Dan told this girl that as a way to like try to cover his tracks. I was like, and so I respond. And I'm like, Dan did it. And within about five minutes of me sending that text to her and sending it to my boyfriend, everything starts crumbling down. People start confessing. Not only was it Dan, he had two other people with him who were all supposed to be friends with me, my boyfriend, and all the people who, whose cars got written on. And they tried to be like, oh, we just thought it would be funny. We didn't mean anything by it. And I'm like, okay, they were genuinely friends with like my boyfriend. And I, I don't think they meant anything bad by that. I think they were just like, oh, this is another car we recognize. Let's like write something funny on it. And they gave him like, not my president. Because my boyfriend was like very well liked. Like he wasn't like a popular kid, like jock stereotype. He was like, so nice to everyone that just everyone really liked him. Um, so like, I do believe that to some extent. And I didn't have like bad blood with any of them. But 
I think a lot of these were those like, sure, we're your friend, but we kind of hate you behind your back. I think that was a lot of these. And they just got carried away. And so they all ended up getting in trouble. Like the school found out, of course, we told them I was bitter. And they ended up like apologizing to all these people whatever. But if I'm being honest, I did not let that go in my heart for like a good couple of years because I was like, that was mean. And I don't buy the, we didn't really mean anything. Like, no, it was mean. It was mean. It made me cry on Valentine's Day. The first Valentine's Day that I actually had with a boyfriend that I was very excited about, whatever. And also shout out my boyfriend who was very sweet at the time. And he was, he's still like, we had a great day. Coffee break. So Anyways, that was my first Valentine's Day spent with a man. Valentine's Day number two with a man. Well, I guess, okay, that boyfriend I did date for like four plus years, but I don't, a lot of our Valentine's Days were not like together because we were long distance every year after that. So I don't really count those. Kind of, I don't know. He would like say nice things to me and we'd like do something on the weekend or something, but I don't really count those. So anyways, next Valentine's Day with a man. Did I just? Thought I pressed a button for a sec. <laughs> this Valentine's Day was actually last year. So this Valentine's Day last year, this was about a month and a half into starting to see someone. A situationship, if you will, at this point. Because I do, I've now realized there is a difference between like the initial dating stages before you make it a relationship and a situationship. This was very much... Uh, this was, I think Valentine's Day actually was kind of the marker of this going into situationship territory. So Valentine's Day was like approaching, right? We're a little over a month in and I kind of bring it up like a week or so prior. I'm like, so are we going to do anything for Valentine's Day? Like, did you want to do anything? And hindsight, that wasn't a great way to bring that up. Like if I was doing that now, well, I'll tell you how I did it this year, but I, I wish I would have been like, hey, I think it would be fun to do something. Do you want to do something? Like, I'd love to coordinate. No, I didn't do that. I was just like, so are we doing anything? Uh, so he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And then like a day later, he sent me a couple of restaurants to pick from and I picked. And they weren't like super nice restaurants. They were decent, but not super nice. Like you could tell he hadn't, he just hadn't thought about it until I brought it up and then he was like, where can I get a reservation? So, but he did try, it was all fine. And, and we ended up going to dinner. He brought me roses, which roses are my favorite flower. I know that's like really cliche of me, but I love like those very classically romantic things. So he brought me roses and balloons. And mind you, this man, and I, I again, I have no beef with this man. We actually, we're friends now, it's totally fine. But this is funny to think back on it. And if you watch this, sir, I hope you laugh. Uh, so he brings me flowers and balloons. <laughs> and Mans was an investment banker. And one of the deals that he did had to do with these specific balloons. Publix balloons, basically. Uh, it was like a deal that he facilitated. Balloons and Publix is everywhere. Shout out to this man. So, <laughs> so he brings me these balloons and he's like, 
He's like, yeah, I mean, I thought you deserved flowers and balloons. And, like, since this was a deal that I did, like, I, you know, I had to I had to get their balloons. And there's, like, still, like, the price tag on everything. And it, it was just, like, it was interesting. It was funny to look back on now. But it's like, oh, great. Thanks. Coffee break. So <laughs> we go to dinner. And we have a really nice dinner. We get a bottle of wine. And he's like asking me, so the, the waiter came back and asked with the bottle of wine, they were like, do you want to keep the cork? And I, my immediate reaction was like, no, why would I get like keep the cork? And so I was kind of like, oh, like, no, like, is that, do most people keep the corks? Like, and so the guy I was with, we're going to call him Brian. So Brian, that's not his name, but we're going to call him Brian. So Brian is like, oh, like we should keep it. Like I have, you know, a couple I'm friends with, they've kept all of their corks from all of their dates. Like they write the date on them, they collect them, they're going to have them at their wedding, like whatever. And so I'm like, okay, that's actually like really cute. Yeah. Like, I guess let's keep it. And we just have like a great night, whatever, go back to his place. And mind you, all of this is leading me to believe like the man's just said we should keep the cork because he has other couple friends who do. And now they're going to be at their wedding. Like, excuse me for believing that he was interested in a serious situation. No, he was not. He was not at all. So I bring up that night as we're at his place. I kind of bring up the relationship thing. And I'm like, so like, I don't, oh my God, I wish I actually remember what I said at this point, because I don't remember. I blacked it out from my brain that much. This is how much I blacked out that conversation. And I was like, um, do you want to, no, sorry, Mike, I'm re I record my mic into my laptop so it sounds better for you and it just like had a pop up and gave me a heart attack, but it's fine. Let me make, yes, we're still recording. We're good. I was going to cry if I wasn't. So anyways, I kind of bring up the relationship thing and he is like, I just think it's too soon since my last relationship. I don't feel ready for a relationship whatever. And I'm not going to get into like all the details of that conversation because I just don't think I need to. But essentially he's like, no, I'm not ready for that. I don't know if or when I'm going to be ready for a relationship again. And I'm like, bro, we were just talking about keeping the court. Like what is going on right now? And yeah, so I'm now crying and he's like, he's like upset that I'm crying. He's like, no, that makes me so sad. Like I don't want you to be upset, whatever. So anyways, that is when that transitioned into a situationship because my dumbass chose to stick around after he was very honest with me about being like, I don't know if or when I will ever be ready for a relationship. And I was like, Oh, well, sign me up, sign me up, put me in coach. Don't do that. Don't do that, people. So anyways, that's a longer story. But we are friends, me and me and old Brian till this day, I harbor no ill will. But I won't get into all of that. So anyways, that was my second Valentine's Day, like in person spending it with a man. So now I've cried on two Valentine's Days, the only Valentine's Days I've actively spent with men. I cried on. So um, yeah, love that journey for me. And so if you're not with a man, don't be sad because they just make you cry. Actually, well, the first one, it wasn't the man who made me cry. It was the mean people, but you, you get it. So anyways, that, that was really fun. Uh, and... This Valentine's Day, I am spending it with a man. Paisley, don't cry, honey. 
This is what my dog Paisley does. I don't know. You probably couldn't hear her crying, but she, since it's warm in Kansas City now, well, I say warm. It's like 45 degrees. That's, that's warm for us in the winter. I sound like such a Midwesterner, don't I? She's not a Floridian anymore. She's a Missouri girl. What do people from Missouri call Missourian? Missouriite? I, I need to look that up. Dang. Okay, so anyway, Paisley will go stand by the balcony door because she wants to go outside onto the balcony, and she will cry at that door until I open it up and let her outside. And we're just not doing that right now, sweet girl. I know. Now she's laying on my walking pad, like, looking sad at me. I'm sorry, baby. I'll let you out after I finish this. So anyways, this year, I am spending it with a man, and we're not doing anything big. We're, we're staying home and ordering food, playing board games. I'm actually really excited. I think it'll be really fun. It's, it's a new thing. I'm not in a relationship. It, it's like, it, this is a new thing, and I don't want to talk about it that much just because I prefer to keep that private, private, not secret, is very much my vibe as I have grown more in the social media space. Like, I just never want um, any of my romantic life to, like, be at the forefront of that. If I get married one day, y'all will know about it. I promise I'll post some wedding pics. Uh, but for the most part, I just want to keep that relatively private. But I will tell you... I asked him to be my Valentine this year because I, one, I felt comfortable doing it with this person. I knew he was going to say yes, frankly. Um, and I think too many times we will kind of sit around waiting for people to make the plan or ask the question or do the thing. And it's like, if you want that, be the one to bring it up. Like, it's okay. You don't have to always sit around waiting on the guy to do something. And, and a lot of guys, frankly, it's not even that they don't want to. It's they're literally not thinking about it. The thought does not cross their mind until, like, the day is here. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Not every man, but a lot of men are like that. Coffee break. So if you want something, ask. Ask. It is okay. So anyways, I made a dessert that he liked, and I wrote something funny on it that I'm not going to share, and then will you be my Valentine on the box? And he laughed and said yes. So you can ask men, girlies. Like, even if you're watching this today on Valentine's Day, and you're like, dang, I kind of wish I would have, like, asked this guy that I just started seeing or whatever, do it. It's not too late. You can totally text him and be like, hey, want to order pizza tonight? Like, be my Valentine. I hate this heart. Why did I just do it? I just did the two finger heart. I think it's because this, the other one, the full hand heart, it looks weird with just one hand, but the two finger heart that the little Gen Zers do looks better with one hand. So anyways, ask that man, send him a text, be like, Hey, wanna, can we order a pizza tonight? Because all the restaurants are going to be gone. Don't bother with that. But I don't know. I think just people Make it into too big of a thing when it doesn't have to be sometimes. If you want it to be a big thing, make it a big thing. Absolutely. Go off. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. But it can be like a casual, like, hey, this is just a fun day to like go do something together. You don't have to be like practically married or it doesn't need to be a fine dining thing. I don't know. So I just, I hope you make this day the right day for you. And if you're like, no, I just hate this day. It's a man-made holiday designed to make women feel sad that they're not chosen. Chosen. I hate that. But if that's how you feel, that's okay. That's okay. That's so valid. 
And, you know, good thing it's only 24 hours. It's only 24 hours until a new day. How wonderful is that? And luckily, this Valentine's Day too, I think because it's in the middle of the week, if you want to ignore it, you can fully ignore it. That's okay. You can totally do that. You can get away with it. And it's fine. It's not like a big weekend day. It's not a Friday night, you know? Or organize something with your girls. Or if you're one of the guys who watches this, organize something with the boys. Get the boys together this weekend for a little beer. I don't know. What do boys do? Beer? Beer and golf? I don't know. So anyways, those are my little Valentine's Day stories. And I'm going to finish my coffee and wrap up my my morning things. But this was fun. I, I think I like the impromptu episode. I didn't even have an outline. Normally I outline these. I didn't even outline it. I was like, I'm just going to talk and we're going to see what comes out. So I'm going to edit and post this now. And I know like it's, it's weird to drop a Valentine's Day episode on Valentine's Day sometimes because it's like, okay, a lot of people are going to have to watch this afterwards, but I just don't care. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about my weird Valentine's Day experiences. And yeah, I, uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you next week. I am trying out some different things with the pod, like schedule-wise, posting time-wise. So uh, bear with me as that gets a little turbulent potentially. But I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here listening, watching, whatever you're doing. And as always, <coughs> sorry, I really had to cough, but I didn't want to cut that off. As always, I'm on TikTok and Instagram, KelseyFagan96 on both platforms. And if you leave a rating... I would love you so much. I haven't had a new rating in a while. So like, it would be cool. It would be cool. And that's all. Until next time, my radio babe.